Oh, you creep me out. Oh my god. What? Holy shit. Yeah, you creep me out. <laughs> we're talking about creepers. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about creepers. Oh, look at that. Partial nipple. How do you even get it in your armpit? You could put that whole nipple. It, look, it's in his armpit now. It's disappeared. That's where his nipple is. Can you do that? Oh, I could do that. It's a pit nipple. I can do a pit nipple. You could probably do it easier than me. <laughs> probably. But how do you do that with such a tiny nipple? He put his nipple in his arm. He's so sweetie. Nipple armpit boy. Swifty nipple. Swifty. Let's get swifty. <laughs> Nip. Ah, there's both nipples. Dipple nippers. And he don't know why he needs those dipple nippers. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Welcome. Welcome. It has been forever because it's a busy summer. We do lots when it's warm. Yeah, because it's not always very warm. But welcome back to two drunk witches. witches. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to someone. <laughs> Somebody's birthday somewhere. Whoever's birthday it is today, happy birthday. <laughs> Good for you. You leveled up. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Um, foraging. Yeah, let's go foraging in the forest. Ooh, we can definitely forage for creepies. You can do it. You can do it on foot. You can do it in the car. You can find some creepies anywhere you go. You just gotta keep your eyes open. Hot tip. Also, another hot tip. Breaking and entering and trespassing on an abandoned property. It's not that big of a deal. Just say you're taking pictures. You'll be fine. Or just... Don't. Tell him Cassie told you to do it. I'll take the rap. We didn't tell you that. Cassie said it was fine. No, nobody presses charges unless you're going into somebody's actual house where they live. But it's abandoned. I mean, just just don't break stuff. Just don't graffiti stuff. Just, Just take some pictures. Like, feel the vibes. It's fun. So, we're gonna forage for creepies. Foraging for creepies. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's just funny because, like, you sound like Super Pat. Um, You probably don't know who Super Pat is, but Super Pat is awesome. He's on Facebook and he plays Mario Maker Endless, like, levels, and he does so well. But he has his own music and he goes... Fortune for creepies. Not those words, because obviously he's not fortune for creepies. He's playing Mario, but... Oh, same little tune. Yeah. So check him out if you like Mario. All right. What are we foraging for? What are you foraging for? Because I've been foraging for stuff, too. I found a sweet mushroom in my yard, but I don't know if it's edible or not. Probably not. What does it look like? A huge mushroom. Where was it? In the middle of the yard. 
growing out of the grass. Yeah. It's really big. It was. What color is it? Uh, it was white. Is it like a ball? No. <laughs> it looks like a typical classic mushroom. What else did it look like? You got a picture of it? Let me send it to you. There it is. Oh, it is cute, but that is not edible. I didn't think so. Especially because of the gills, like the way the gills are, like... The floppy flippers. You can't eat those ones. It's for fairies to sit on. So, I was forging for mushrooms. I didn't find the mushrooms that I wanted to find, which were morels. And, like, now it's too late unless I go, like, farther up north. But um, I did find other cool things that I made dinner out of, which were saddleback or pheasantback mushrooms. Mm. They kind of smell like cucumbers. Really? Yeah, it's weird. They have a very distinct smell. Their flavor doesn't taste like a cucumber, but like that scent, Hmm. even like after cooking them with garlic and butter, it was still there, which is very interesting to me, but they were delicious. Like they had a really meaty flavor and their texture was great. You have to slice them really thin to make sure that they cook all the way through. But they were good. And I cooked those with fiddle ferns, which are the itty bitty baby ferns. You got to make sure that they have the groove in them. Do your research because you can get really sick if you're finding fiddle ferns. They have to be certain types of ferns, like the ostrich ferns are what we have up north in Wisconsin. But there are different kinds, like especially in the south, that you can eat. But you can only eat them at a certain age. Otherwise, you will get a very upset tummy. And you don't want that. You don't want it. So definitely look up the pictures. Make sure you know what you're getting. Also, edible flowers. There's lots of edible flowers that you can just pick on a walk. Like, even if you live in the city. Like, they look like weeds. But they're edible. Yeah, just do your research and see what you kind of have around you. Like here we have the wild violets, dandies. Dandelions. Mm -hmm. Everybody has dandies. Hey, I made that dandelion wine, which is basically ready. Oh, lilacs. Flowers are edible too. They sure are. I made lilac wine. Rose petals, but you have to make sure they're not flowers that were ever treated with like pesticides or any of that to keep the bugs off of them but like wild roses and stuff the petals are edible i like to grow those johnny jump ups they're super easy to grow and take care of especially in a small space too and those are pretty tasty they kind of have like a winter green taste to them are they native like can you forage for them I'm not really sure, but they're related to, like, we have wild violets. They're related to that. We have wild snapdragons, too. Found some yesterday when I was down by the river. You know where you pinch them? They're edible. Are they? All snapdragons are edible. Snapdragons don't have a flavor. Um, They kind of, I guess, they have, like, a hint of a roast flavor. Huh. Yeah, like a hint of it. And it's like a acquired taste. Interesting. 
No, it had been forever since I've seen a Snapdragon, but I remember I was obsessed as a kid. Because I was like, oh, did you have dragons? I'd give them all different personalities and make them talk to each other. Oh, I don't want to do this. I want to play over here. No, you can't play over there. You have to play with me. I miss honeysuckles. I love honeysuckles. They're down at um, my grandma's. Ooh. It'll probably be about perfect timing. Yeah, it will be when we go camping. Mm-hmm. We can forage there, too. We sure can. I just noticed that the pineapple weed is coming up right now. And I'm really excited because I love pineapple weed. It smells good. Tastes good. It smells and tastes just like pineapple. They're those plants that grow in between like the cracks of the sidewalk or concrete or on well-beaten paths that kind of look like little mini pine trees. They're hardy. You can make delicious tea out of them. Mm, I love them. Mm, you love them. I have wild lettuce in my backyard. What? I do. That's cute. I'll send you a picture of it because it is really cute. Like, and it tastes better than regular lettuce. Just make sure you wash it if you have puppies in your yard because they might be on it. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's If you have dogs, (laughs) don't forage in your yard. Uh, Or you could just wash it because there's lots of other things that have probably peed on it anyway. (laughs) I don't understand that logic. Like, unless it's in the potty spot. If we're talking about produce being peed on, where do you think the grocery store produce comes from? Where do you think those workers who are paid less than nothing go to the bathroom? Like, they go to the bathroom in their pants all over it. I'm sorry. It's just... It is what it is. You always wash your produce. Yeah. Don't ever buy from those like stupid frozen meat truck things that are like 40 ribeyes for 20 bucks or like 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. They are literally three centimeters thick. They're just babies. It's bullshit. And it's gross. It's frozen grossness. Just saying. Duranda made me stop. There was this like tent set up in the parking lot, and she was like, I was like, okay, fine, but I'm not going in the tent. Like, I don't want nothing to do with a scam. And the ribeyes, like, they ain't anything special. $2 a piece for a little. God, they're worth like 50 cents, honestly. That's usually how that kind of thing works. Don't fall for it. There's that. It, she bought lobster and shrimp, too. You're going to get a kick out of this. Because I know how picky you are about your shrimp. Mm-hmm. They're pre-cooked with their poop inside of them, inside the shell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you... Okay, so I defrosted about five of them. And I cut them open. And I the poop vein out but i still had to like rinse them off because that's just gross like they're big shrimps they're mushy because they're old and one of them this was the creepiest thing to me it was like 
a rectangle, I have to say. But instead of the vein, the poop vein that went down, it was like a fucking rectangle carrot chunk that was bigger than any vein that ran down that line in the back of the shrimp. Ew. Like, what the... What was that? An alien shrimp. Nothing smelled bad. Like, they didn't smell bad or anything, but it was like... Knowing that they were cooked with poop inside of them. And also, like, having to do it myself. Like, who? why would you cook them? Just freeze them. Just don't even waste your money with that shit. It's gross. Ew. That was my rant. I'm sorry. So while you're out foraging, if you see that truck, uh, just pass her on by. Yeah, don't forage in that truck. There's also other dangers to foraging. Snake bites. Spider bites. I would rather run into a snake than a creeper, though. Mm, yeah. Speaking of running into creepers, my cousin and I decided that we just wanted to cook some steaks in the woods. And so I was like, hey, I know a spot. Like, we can drive up to this trail. It's a walking, biking trail. And we can find a spot in the woods. We'll just, like, veer off wherever we feel like with our steaks and our... We had, like, a grill top. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the round ones. Like, just Mm -hmm. the grate. We found a little bridge. And so we were going to be bridge trolls. And we went under the bridge. And we made our little fire. And it was magical. Like, we stomped down all the prickly pricklies that were giving us, like, itchy itchies. And we made a little, a nice little spot. Started a fire. We played some music. We were having a good time. And then it started to get dark. And it was, like, that twilight period. All of a sudden, back in the woods behind us. We were facing the bridge, but behind us in the woods, there was like big crunching and like stomping and a grunting. And I was like, oh, bear. Yeah, it's a it's it's a bear. It's smelling the meat that we're cooking for one or it's a skinwalker or it's just a cougar. Or, like, it's just, like, there's so many options of what kind of animal, like, it could have been with that, like, stompy, stompy, like, I'm going to scare you away from your own food. But then we kind of brushed it off. Like, we had a knife and we, like, made a lot of noise and stuff. Like, get out of here. Fuck you. And then all of a sudden we heard this weird noise. It was like, so specific well i didn't know what the fuck was going on and like drain and i just like looked at each other like big eyed and in my head i was like what the fuck do i do like lay on the ground like flat (laughs) so nobody nothing sees me because i thought aliens that was my immediate reaction i was like this is a skinwalker it's not a fucking bear this is this aliens are abducting like this is weird it's coming (laughs) in my head just lay on the ground lay flat (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you do? What else do you do? What do you do? What do you fucking do? Duranda whips out the fillet knife, like, shoom, out of the sheath. And she's just like crouching and she's like stabbing in the air, like a little cave woman, like, and then we figured out there was a guy on the bridge <laughs> on his bike <laughs> playing an ocarina in a fucking ocarina if anything and then he said something weird he was like <laughs> I couldn't see him though because it was like that weird twilight so all I could see was like shadows of the trees and shadows of the bridge and he blended right the fuck in until he started talking but yeah, he was like, oh, let's play an ocarina. And we're like, that was creepy as shit. And he goes, yeah, I was trying to creep you out. Um, and we're like, okay. Duranda's still stabbing the knife up in the air, especially because she saw him and she was like, stop, 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 stop. Being a little creep, but it was good. Just good job. Um, yeah. And then he was like, yeah, my wife popped a tire about three miles back. So if she comes over this bridge, be nice to her and stuff. It was like, that's a really weird thing to say. And why would you leave your wife? And we're like, okay. He just left her in the woods with a popped tire three miles back. And basically, Drana and I were like, okay, bye. Well, and then we started thinking. And we're waiting for our steaks to cook all the way through. What is with this guy? Like, that was really fucking weird. Is he going to come around and, like, creep up on the back of us because he knows where we are now? Like, oh, just wait for my wife to come through and be nice to her. No. Was he going to go back around and put a fucking wig on and (laughs) come back I don't know. Honestly, my gut said that he was going to sneak through the woods somewhere so he could come at us at a different angle because you could see us. We had a fire, obviously, but you can't see out because it's so dark. You know, it's in the woods. Right. And the fire's in your face. Exactly. Like, I couldn't see him on the bridge even, but I knew that's where he was because I could hear where it was other than... Thinking it was an alien at first because it was a fucking ocarina. Like, who plays him? Who, who does that? You're a creep. You're a fucking creep. Yeah. I hope he listens to this someday. I don't know who he is, but you are a fucking creep. <laughs> fucking creep. Stop it. Just stop it. Why? You rapist? Maybe he <laughs> lived at that house that I looked at or that place to rent. Maybe he was part of that creepy, creepy mm. experience. I don't know what he looked like because I couldn't see him. I just knew where he was. We just knew, like, come on, steak, cook faster. Once it cooked all the way through, because we were like, bye. Once it cooked enough to where you could, like, feel it and that bounciness, you know, that's medium rare, rare, mm-hmm. medium rare. It was medium rare. We took those steaks and we ran back to her car. And we had bags because the steaks were so juicy, so we had plastic garbage bags. And we were just eating them out of there and letting them drip off of our chins. And we wrapped one in a bag and then in toilet paper, make it look like a little present. Brought it home to give to Greg. 
I ended up eating it in the long <laughs> run. But, but that was the best fucking steak I've had in a long time. So, kind of, we didn't really forage. Oh, that's what we should make when we go camping. Lure in the bears. See them squitch. At least we would have a way to get away from the bears. You gotta have a sharp knife. Flay your cheeks off your face. Eat them like cheese kids. <laughs> Make some weird fucking noise. No, but that was a lot of intuition there where it just felt off. We knew it was off. And I think we got ourselves out of a really bad situation because it could have been fucking creepier. Like, we had no idea he was there. He could have crawled underneath the bridge and fucking, like, shot us, stabbed us in the neck before we could even see him. But it was like, no, something's wrong. Trust your guts, kids. I know that feeling really fucking well and it's like even though you don't know exactly what would have happened if you didn't listen to your gut uh, do you really want to find out no not anymore i had a couple experiences like that actually where i'm like uh, i don't want to find out what would happen if i'm right there was a time when it was when Corey he was little he was just a small child and sherry was just born like she was just a baby and I was living in a uh, basement apartment with my ex. So I started looking for a new place to rent. And I found this ad for a place that seemed like it was perfect. Like it was advertised as being away from town, it had three bedrooms, and was described as like a duplex. And to top it all off with, it was super affordable. So I was like, all right, cool. I called the people that were renting it out. They seem super nice on the phone and they're like, yeah, come and see the place this evening around dinner time and we'll be here. And I was like, fuck yeah, super excited. So I called Jenny and I told her about it and she was like, oh, well, I'll go with you. Good idea. Yeah, because my ex wasn't coming with me and she was like, well, it's not a good idea that you go all the way out in the boonies like by yourself. No. I don't know. Maybe she even had a certain feeling about it. So we drive all the way out there and it's like really in the boonies, which I don't fucking care. Like, that's what I wanted. But I was surprised because it was just all still dirt roads. And you don't see dirt roads very often anymore. No. But like I grew up on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere and I fucking loved it. So I don't know. I just felt super creeped out as we got closer and closer. We finally pull up to the place, right? It's this huge blue house with a big deck on the top story so there's these like tall boards holding it up in the front and there was a little concrete apron underneath where the boards went in the ground to support the porch and that's where the front door was like it wasn't inviting at all it seemed kind of like a dungeon entrance and it was most certainly not like it was described like a duplex it was just one house I remember Jenny and I just sitting in the car for a few minutes, taking it all in, looking around, and we noticed several like little sheds and outbuildings to the sides and the back of the house. And this really creeped us out. They weren't like upkept or anything either. They were shabby sheds falling apart. And there were like a bunch of cars just sitting out in a field to the far side of the house. 
almost like a junkyard. No, no, no. I do not like it. So we didn't get out of the car for a little while. We were just kind of looking around and looking at each other like, I don't know, this is kind of creepy. And we even debated whether or not we were going to knock on the door at that point. But we eventually decided that we went all the way out there. And the worst that would happen is that I wouldn't rent the place. Unless you're abducted. Well, maybe even, I mean, kind of, but yeah. That, I mean, there's so many worse things that could have happened. And that was the, what's the worst thing that could happen where I won't rent the place? No, they're going to chop you up in little pieces, ground you up into some sausage and fed you to the neighbor. Pretty much. Or whoever is living. Okay, continue. Yeah, whatever. We knock on the door, the woman answers. And she's like, too nice she's like creepy nice and just super excited which did not fucking help my nerves at all and this entryway was all open it opened up into the apartment but there was no privacy and then (laughs) to the left there was like a short wide staircase that led straight into like her kitchen there were no doors no separation whatsoever so immediately i was like what the fuck but was also kind of confused There wasn't really a living room. It's not a duplex. No, not even fucking close. And I think she said that this big open space of the front door was what people used as the living room. What people? What fucking people? Animal people? Dead people? Dead people. (laughs) Dead people buried underneath the living room. We go to see the bedrooms and they're down this tiny hallway that was straight ahead from the door. And the first door on the right, definitely not a bedroom. It was more like a boiler room. It had like a huge hot water heater in there. Not even in a closet or something. It was just like in the middle of this tiny room. (laughs) Like the room was the closet itself. And we couldn't even all three walk in there. So the second room was straight ahead at the end of the hall. And by now, like I mentioned that there was no windows in there at all. No windows. Oh, Was it soundproof, too? Because nobody could hear you scream. Exactly. So we get to the second room, and this woman goes to open the door. And it's locked. So she kind of stands there for a minute and says something like, Well, it's too bad this room is locked because there's a really nice big window in there that I want to show you. But the last tenant must have locked it and taken the key because I can't find the key. And I was like, what? And it only gets worse. (laughs) She said that she would have someone crawl through the window into the room from the outside because she knew that the window didn't have a lock on it. Fuck you. But the window doesn't have a lock on it. Okay. And she made it a point to say that I could see the room next time. No. Yeah. No. So the third bedroom, this one was near the back of the hall to the left. And she said that this room. That was still connected to the rest of the house. There was no divider. It's all one space, really, other than the doors. Okay, keep going. So she's like, well, this room has a master bathroom. Yeah, it was the only bathroom. Another strange setup going on here. We walk into the room, no window once again, and it's straight back to the bathroom. And I've never been so creeped out by a bathroom in my entire life. Like, there was no bathtub. 
but there was like a walk-in shower but it's not like any walk-in shower that i've ever seen it had like a doorway all the way to the wall on the right side of the bathroom just like a normal looking doorway but then you walk through the doorway and look to the left and the shower head is all the way on the left side of the wall like down a hall so the shower was almost like a hallway in itself and covered in like really old field stone almost like a pool shower with the drain in the floor it was almost like uh the remains of like the blair witch house in in the movie Mm mm-hmm I just didn't even want to walk in there because my first thought was someone could trap me in here. Do you know the address or can we go there and get the address? Because I think we need to do a welfare check. Because uh, that, this is fucked. It is really fucked. Anyway, keep going. My first thought was like someone could trap me in here really easily and I would be naked. So this is already a big no for me. Johnny and I were just giving each other these like, let's get the hell out of here looks. But it was almost like we had this silent agreement that if we showed how creeped out we were. They were going to kill you. Yes. And it was like a the hills have eyes vibe just all around. Like We were potentially in danger. And I felt like we kind of had to play along with whatever game this was for a bit to get out safely. So this woman, she leads us back towards the door and I'm starting to feel relieved because I'm like, okay, we're just going to leave at this point, right? No. She leads us up the stairs in the front that lead into her kitchen and she says something along the lines of how she wanted to show us the kitchen because it was the community kitchen and that everyone is welcome in the kitchen. No. But I got what really creeped me out was the statement of we all use the kitchen. So I was like, we all? Who all lives here? Yeah, we all use this community creepy ass kitchen. Yeah. Who is we? Duplex? Yeah, duplex. Uh Uh-huh. We all. Yeah, so I was under the impression that it was just like her and her husband. So I was confused once again. And then she says something like, I don't remember exact words. This was a long time ago. But something like, well... I'm only going to disclose this to you since you will be renting the place. I do remember that part. You will be renting the place. Don't tell anyone because this is technically against the law, but I'm sure you saw the sheds out back when you pulled in. We do have some tenants that live in these sheds, but don't worry. Like, they're really nice. They don't bother anybody. They're kind of shy, but they really like kids, so that's not a problem. Oh, they really <laughs> like kids. Yeah, she was, like, asking me about my kids and stuff. No. Yeah. And she starts, like, tending to dinner that she was making when she got there. And she's like, oh, I made enough dinner for all of us. Why don't we have a little welcoming move-in dinner? No. And you can meet them and see how nice they are. Yeah, and Jenny and I were obviously like, um, no. But she was very insistent. Did you stay for dinner? Fuck no. (laughs) But her husband was like creepily just sitting in the living room in his rocker. And she started saying something about the rent and like, don't worry if you can't pay it, et cetera, et cetera. And like, we have plenty of people here to help you move in. (laughs) Yeah, and I just kind of stopped paying attention to what she was saying and was looking at Jenny like, we need to get out of here no now. Way. And I could tell by the look on her face that she thought the same thing. I, I think I would have been like an Emma in the tent and just her... 
Just no. That was so funny. There's somebody out there. Just starts punching the oh, side of the Oh, I tent. think I would have done this in that situation. Like, just get the fuck away from me. I'm getting out of here. It's <laughs> not okay. Uh-huh. I'm not safe. You are not safe. But, hey. No. Look, let's go find their address. Let's call the cops. Be like, this is not okay. This is bad. They've got dead. They're grinding up bodies. And they're feeding them to the people in the shed. <laughs> I don't remember because I think my adrenaline was like skyrocketed at that point. So things kind of become a blur. But I don't remember if we were just like, no, or if we just made an excuse or what. But we walked out the front door and we were like fighting. I just remember trying really hard not to run. We're trying to not do the like be suspicious fast walk out to the car. (laughs) And we got in and locked the doors immediately, checked the back seat. And as she was backing out, like we saw them, the people coming out of the sheds as if to come take a peek and see who was there and what was going on. And we tore out of there like bats out of fucking hell and kind of reflected on it on our way out of there and decided it was like, is that some kind of cult? And I can't help but feel like it was exaggerated every time I tell this story. But no, like, it was really like that. It really fucking happened. You've told me this story. Yeah. I've never had a reason to go out that way before and never have again. I think we should. And we should call the fucking cops because it's fucking bullshit. If I can remember how to get out there. But, like, at the time, it was just like, what the fuck? It was creepy. <laughs> we also had a creeper creep up on us when we were camping at your cottage. Yeah, that was really fucking creepy. What a D-bag. Um, wasn't too happy about that and was kind of creeped out. So it's a dead-end road. Nobody really... Like, there's only a couple people that actually live down there, but it's a ton of vacationers mostly from minnesota um weekenders and stuff and so we were down by the lake we had a fire we were grilling our steaks making them dank we had the car door open and the music blaring out of it just having a great time and it was only like what we had our headlamps on because it was i don't know it was like 10 10 30 and it was dark out so we we're like, whatever, it doesn't matter. We have headlamps and they work fucking awesome. 10 out of 10, highly suggest headlamps. Go get yourself a headlamp from the headlamp store. Yeah, just don't cook <laughs> steaks in the woods because creepers are attracted to steak in the woods, apparently. Apparently! What is that coinkydink right there? That's really creepy. Because Dorian and I were listening to music, too. <laughs> we were being loud, but we weren't being, like, out of line. No. And it, it wasn't that late, and it was a fucking Friday night. Yeah, on the lake in a vacation spot. Okay. Right across the lake from a camp with a bunch of screaming girls, like, who are still, like, all chanting and everything anyway. Chanting about Jesus. And we were yelling, hail Satan. <laughs> Bunch of dicks. 
<laughs> got a little obnoxious there for a while, but yeah, whatever. Like his vacation's fine. It's just two giggly girls with some loud music. But when it got dark, dark, like where are steaks already done? I can't remember. I think we were still cooking them at that point. We were still cooking them. Okay. Yeah. So we were still cooking them and there was lights that were shining down like headlights, but there's nobody came down. It was just headlights. And so we walked around my car and watched them pull away and we're like, okay, what the heck? And they just drove off. So you were like, I don't know, maybe it was Willie coming to check and see if we were here because we weren't at the house or something. I don't know. Trying to think of a reason for this weird shit. Right. Willie would have made sense. Like, I kind of expected him to come down and see what we were up to. Um, But no. Uh, So we're like, okay, whatever. Maybe he just peeked and left. And then I don't know how long it was after that. Like, at least another 45 minutes. Yeah, it was a while because that was right when we had like, we were still making a fire. I'm pretty sure. We're waiting for it to calm down before we threw our steaks on. Whatever. Yeah. And then it was really dark then. And we had our headlamps. And we just cooking <laughs> away. Having a great time. And then we see, I see a flashlight. That was the first thing I noticed. I didn't even notice like the truck lights yet. It was the flashlight in the trees. And I was like, what in the yeah. fuck is that? And so, like, I walked up there and I got my knife out that you gave me. And there's a guy walking down with a flashlight. Well, I just turned down the radio, too, because I wanted to hear. And I went around the car and the guy with the flashlight, like, I could tell it was a man. There was headlights behind him. Like, there was a truck and he had the headlights on, but he also had the flashlight coming down. And he was like, thank you. And I was like, who are you? And he turned around and started walking up the hill. So I said it louder and I held up my knife. I said, who are you? Nothing. Three times you asked him. Three times I had to ask him, who are you? And he said, a neighbor trying to relax. I said, no trespassing. Like, what the fuck? You can be a dick about it. And then when he got to the top of the hill, he got in his truck and he turned on these fake ass police lights that were in the cab of his truck. Mm hmm trying to intimidate us like maybe it was real police lights but they were not from our the area that we were in because you were like no trespassing and i was like yeah call the cops call the cops instead like don't be coming down here uh, creeping us out so call the cops like if there's an issue and then he once he got up there he turned on those fake ass fucking lights yeah what if we would have pulled a gun on him exactly i'm glad he didn't have a gun no shit. I don't know. That was sketchy. It was. And it was so weird to me because of the fact that we could probably assume it was him the first time, too. And then he thought better of it. Oh, yeah, I would. Like he was scoping it out or something. I don't know. Like to see how many people there were or I have no idea. And then didn't come back to almost an hour later and then. Like, we'll just say, hey, you know, identify yourself as you're coming down the fucking hill with the flashlight. Be like, hey, neighbor here. Would you mind turning down the music? Okay, sure. No problem. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's how that should have went. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't have cared. No, not at all. Or just even hollering. Like, 
like wave your flashlight around real quick and just be like, hey, <laughs> hey, because <laughs> we were already loud anyway. Exactly. I really don't think it was the neighbors in the house that was right next to it. Because like you said, it didn't look like anybody was there. No. And my grandparents knew them. So they were nice people. They weren't D-bags. This guy seemed like a D-bag. Yeah, he did. I don't know where he's from. It was a good trip, though. It was wild. (laughs) It absolutely was. We got a lot of spookies in. Oh, yeah. We got lots of spookies. We went back to that house that you talked about in the People Potatoes episode. The old house down the road. But we're pretty sure that they, because it's not there anymore, but we're pretty sure that they buried it. Like you said, we were standing on top of the house that they demoed and buried yeah there wasn't a hill there no there wasn't and so we couldn't find the well no they buried it with the house which is really upsetting it'll just be a mystery borrow my dad's backhoe never figure it out (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if i wonder if my uncle has some tools Who's got a backhoe? Yeah. I wonder if they'll notice us running a backhoe. (laughs) Probably. Just a little bit. It might be a little loud, huh? Well, hey, if that guy with the flashlight comes back, you could just smack him in the head with the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Earl. Marianne and Wanda over to Best of Friends. Best of Friends. All through their high, high school, school days. Oh, days. <laughs> days. Years. Well, it is years. The creepy guy with the flashlight came and they smacked him with the backhoe bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be a creep, creep. We might out-creep you. Well, yeah, I was sitting there waving the knife in front of my headlamp. Make sure you could see it. Like Duranda. <laughs> gotta be crazier. Yeah, that's our best defense. Or have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't. Not at the fire pit. No, we didn't. Oh, yeah, but anyway, we went back to that house, the haunted house, with the well, but it was all buried. Oh, but it brought the spirit box. And. Yeah. We didn't turn it on when we were like standing on top of the house, but it did turn on by itself while we were trying to hide from cars. Well, and maybe it's just because we've always hid. So we're like, oh, car. And we just like hid behind the tall weeds and all of a sudden it turns on. And it was at like full blast. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I was just like... (gasps) so fucking loud and there were people like working on a house or something across the road like kitty corner and i heard somebody go what was that (laughs) yeah what was that i couldn't figure out how to shut it off right away because i had to dig in my bag for it because i didn't even have it in my hands (laughs) it just turned on so weird we didn't get anything on that but when we went back to the car i did turn on what is the app i use um Cause I have a few. I should turn it on now. See if we get anything down here. I think it was the ghost one. The ghost tube. All right. Yeah, I have it on right now. 
But it said that it said Amber and Lost and Closet. And remember when we were kids, that creepy fucking closet in that house. Isn't that the one that Bradley used to dare you to go into or some shit like that? And you and Duranda hid in there one time when somebody pulled in the driveway and you guys were like, oh my God. It had like that big hole in the ceiling. Yep. That was a creepy closet. There's another creepy closet that was on the first floor too. It went like, it was a Harry Potter room and it went underneath the stairs. And that one always gave me really bad, like dark, dark vibes. Ew. <sighs> Gosh, I wish I could explore it with a headlamp. Me too. Wish it was still there. Oh, so sad. <laughs> now we have to find another different creepy house. Now I just want to know what's going on with that one though, because like the people fucking came back, tried to burn it down. There was bones in the fucking well, and now it's buried in the fucking ground. And they're obviously not doing anything with that property. Like, what do you what? What I don't understand. No. They're just letting it be, be for the bears. Burying all the knives and scalpels hidden in the walls. Cursed. <gasps> it said cursed? It just said cursed. Oh, no. Yeah. The ghost dupe. The house is cursed. You know, I... <laughs> you do the eyeball thing. <laughs> Every time I get really creeped out like that, I hold my eyeballs open. And... I have goosebumps. Well, like, when my mind is blown, it's like, gotta hold my eye open because I can't believe it. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the house is definitely cursed. Yeah, that's why they're not doing anything with the property. It was the answer. They were answering your question. Um, but I got goosebumps so bad all over my body. They went up my neck. <laughs> anyway, what else? It, it said slave. Yeah. It said water or drown or something like that. And then that's when we're like, what? The bones in the well? Like, who's in the well? Yeah. Because it said water. Yeah. So that was that was a little bit wild because it all kind of correlated with what we know of the house and the property. But I don't know. It's like you can't find any information on out about it. No, you can't. Like, one of these times we'll have to go to the library. I think we should. Yeah, and see if we can find any, like, newspaper articles, because there's nothing. I even tried when we came back, and I've tried before and a couple other times, and there's just absolutely nothing, except for about, like, Al Capone and stuff in that area. But I do have all of that on my recorder. It's recorded, that whole thing, so maybe I could put in a little blip of it at the end. I think you should. I'll put in some of our, our spooky stuff that we recorded that we talk about at the end of the episode. So if you want to stick around to hear some of the creepy things that we got, I'll put it there. Yeah, we did get some creepy stuff in the house, too, that we we're staying in. And yeah, waking up in the middle of the night to that light. Yeah, both of my grandparents are passed away and the house is still there and the land and the lake lot it's basically just a cottage for family to come visit it's like a time capsule too like everything is still there and so um, we went and stayed up there and brought our ghost hunting stuff so of course we had to start we lit candles we burnt some incense we had the protection spritzes and 
<laughs> we had all this stuff. <laughs> we had a whole bag of stuff. Started talking. Yeah. Yep. Started talking. Well, you brought it. Like, you're so good at that. I, I just wing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but yeah, we just started asking questions and... We're getting, we're getting quite a lot of activity there. Like, I had never gotten anything on this ghost tube app. Like, maybe a word here or a word there. I think I'd gotten, like, two words a long time ago in the cemetery by the asylum where I broke my ankle. But that was it until that weekend. Like, that was wild. And also, the stuff that you got whispering. Yeah. You should put some of that on there too yeah we got some stuff on the spirit box too which i've used the spirit box a couple other times before this and haven't gotten anything and yeah there was one point where we got something on your ghost tube app and then something whispered into the recorder and then something happened on the spirit box too it's really creepy so we'll definitely put that in here too yeah i forgot what you'll have to find out because the recorder was going Mm -hmm. what the ghost tube said and then i responded to what the ghost tube had said and got up and was walking into the kitchen and that's when you got it said like fucker or you are a fucker and right before that there's like whispering straight into the recorder too oh yeah I don't know. It was really weird. I remember hearing it out loud because you and I looked at each other and I thought it said like it agreed with me or something or said I'm stupid or something. And then you were like, it said, yeah, you fucker. Yeah. Called you a fucker. And I was like, whoa, getting a little aggressive. Yeah. It said that on the spirit box. Well, like, I know grandma and grandpa are there, but I feel like there's something else. I feel like there's a bunch of things there. And like one of them is really, really dark. And, like, I was getting really bad vibes about when it was talking about the attic Mm. and the basement. And it said, go in the basement. Yeah. Did it say, look, there's a fire? Something about a fire, yeah. And then it said light. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, we're not going in the basement. Right. But that story that you... Because I didn't even think about this when it happened, but you were told the story about your aunt and your mom and your grandma the ouija board and the light oh yeah i forgot that we brought the ouija board yeah we did bring the ouija board so maybe that's why this happened but i was sleeping and i remember waking up in the middle of the night because there was like this bright like flash and i was like in a sleepy slumber and like kind of turned my head back towards the hallway and like opened up my eyes and there was like a ball of fucking light and I was like my brain cannot do this right now go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep and then we talked about it the next day and was like oh yeah remember the light Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to tell my mom about that because it was almost like it was in front of the TV because like I was sleeping in front of the TV on the cot and I was like facing that way and I just, I woke up because uh-huh. something was super bright. Like, I could see the bright behind my closed eyelids. And I, like, turned and looked because I was like, what the fuck? And it was, And then we were both up at 4 a.m. And we are like, well, let's go canoeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we had a super early morning bloody, too, which was awesome. Mm, we did. 
We've done other creepy camping, though, where we've actually, like, camped in a tent. Yes, we sure did, and it was very scary. It's very haunted. We've talked about Carryville before, haven't we? I don't think we have. But it's known for being very haunted. It is the haunted boat landing. Which we camped right at the boat landing. We sure did. And <laughs> we're like, well, there's no sign. There's no sign that says no camping. It was fine. The cop came down and he talked to us. And he's real cool. He said that we were pretty brave. So we tra- <laughs> we tried to convince him to take us up the hill to the cemetery. Because he had a gun. And <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> no. So I was like, well, at least stay and tell us stories. He's like, no. <laughs> well, because at Carryville, there's the boat landing. And then if you go right up the road, there's this really old little cemetery, like by a, a farm field and a one lane dirt road. Like it's in the middle of nowhere. We're like, yeah, let's go up there while it's still light out. And we went to go up there and there was like a four-wheeler and like a car or something in the way. And we were like, I don't know if they're dealing drugs or what, but we're not getting in the middle of this. So we didn't go up there. So we were like disappointed because we didn't get to go up there. And that's what the cop came by for because I guess they were dumping garbage off that steep embankment. That they were. Yeah, and then he was asking if we saw anything. We did say that we saw somebody up there. Um, We didn't know what they were doing, but like we vaguely described what we saw. But yeah, we didn't approach. Yeah, and then we found out later what those people were actually dumping, which was pigs, pig carcasses, maggoty. Like they were partially decomposed, even, and they stunk. Yeah, because we were like, oh, the smell, because we didn't smell it earlier. And we're like, whatever. So we made a we made a fire and we're like, Blackie, the demon Blackie runs around this cornfield back here, which is across the one lane dirt road from where we were camping. And so we're like, oh, let's get out the camera and the recorder. And we did get some really cool pictures from that night, which I will post. But one of my favorite parts about that night is because it was Friday the 13th in the fall. It was September and it was a full moon. So we're like, yeah, let's go haunted camping. And we made ourselves a fire and we're making ourselves food and stuff. And like this car goes by, it was after dark and they stop. And it's just a bunch of giggling girls getting out of the car. (laughs) And they were going pee. We could hear them. Yeah, and the one had to go pee. And I don't know if they even knew we were there because we were kind of tucked away, like, around the corner <laughs> of the boat landing. Yeah, we started hollering at them. Well, I offered, I was like, do you want toilet paper? <laughs> and they yeah. were like, oh, there's girls. They're like, she offered us toilet paper. <laughs> so they came over and they made friends. Yeah, we're like, come here. Come over here. Are you all girls? Are you all girls? And they're like, yeah, we're all girls. And we're like, all right, let's all be girls together. What are you doing over here? Do you know that cemetery up there is haunted? Want to go? Want to go? And they're like, yeah, let's go. So we did. We had a group. It was great. Out of nowhere. We did. Because you wouldn't go up with just me. 
There was like five of them. No, I was too scared. You were. <laughs> I just laughed. Until we had a big group of girls and I was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> the more the merrier. It was a good time. We just got to run faster than them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on our walk back with those girls that we smelt the nasty smell. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And I have it on the recording. Like one of the girls was getting way too close to the edge. And you're like, stop it. Stop it. I'm not going in there after you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, and then another girl had to grab the back of her shirt because she started to slip because it was so steep. She was trying to get closer to see the pigs. And we're like, ugh. Yeah, we were trying to shine our flashlights down our there phone lights. to see what it was. Yeah, our phone lights. It's yeah, phone flashlights, right. whatever. We didn't have our snazzy headlamps. I know headlamps. Ten out of ten, definitely recommend. Go to the headlamp store right now. Yeah. Buy yourself a headlamp. Go get yourself a headlamp <laughs> from the headlamp store. Go get yourself a goddamn headlamp. Makes everything so much easier. They're adjustable. They're adjustable. You can angle you can them. Whatever you need them to go. And the moon was so bright and that fog rolled oh. in. And you could start to hear like wolves and stuff. And after those girls left. After they left and we were alone is when the creepy shit really started happening. Because there's lore of, because there's like a big island in the middle of the river is on the Chippewa River. Supposedly there's hellhounds out there, you know. And so we thought we heard a wolf and we're like looking at each other. We're like, what the fuck is that? And then all of a sudden Cassie goes, starts fucking barking, right? And then we hear the noise again, and we look up, and we realize it was just an owl. Oh, I was so scared. <laughs> well, and we thought we heard Bigfoot. It was scary. We thought we heard Bigfoot, too. Oh, that was the kerplunking. So, almost sounded like fish jumping in the river, but it wasn't. It was like nothing ever came up. It was just a big kerplunk. Like, somebody threw a really big rock in the river, and you could hear it just... That was so bizarre. It was not a fish. It was definitely not a fish. There was nothing coming up out of the water, no splashing. But it was like, what What would be able to throw something? Like, bears don't do that. Sam scratches. Well, yeah. Sam scratches. And was that the night we heard something rustling around behind the tent? I think so. And we kept smacking each other. Did you hear that? <laughs> like, oh, did you hear that? Are you awake and did you hear that? And we're just like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a wild, wild camping trip. That was so good, though. So many great memories. I definitely want to do it again. Just a huge family camping trip at a boat landing. <laughs> it would be bomb. <laughs> the cop will come back. Maybe we can convince him to take us up to the cemetery this time since we got kids. Yeah, he was like, you guys are braver than me. You know this place is haunted, right? We're like, That's why we're here. <laughs> Friday 13th, it's full moon. He taught us that the, the moon follows the river right there, and we thought that was really cool. Yeah, the full moon. When the moon's full, it follows the Chippewa River straight down. Somebody was dumping pigs. There were bones. Yeah, and I went back with Dorinda and we got all those bones. They really creeped me out, though, honestly, and they stunk forever. 
that's where those bones came from. You guys went down there. That's where those came yeah. from. I have one of those on my shelf right above my head. It's the toe. Uh, yeah. That's where the piggy bones come from. That's those piggies. That's all my piggy bones. I got a whole bucket. You do. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was those bones. And I can't tell you how many times like I tried to clean them too. And like still I'll get a whiff of dead rotten pigs like from that night. Anyway. Oh. oh, no. Sorry, Matthew. Don't tell him. Oh, he's going to listen. <laughs> like, don't tell him. Like, we're yeah. just talking to you and me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, told you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next time, we'll bring the Ouija board over to your house and do it in the basement. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, leave that in there for Matt. I'll freak out. Put it in the wood stove. So when he opens it, he'll find it. Yeah. He'll be like, what the fuck? Put some pig bones in there. Oh. Pig toes. And a planchette. Hang the planchette in there. So it like spins around when he opens it. And it's all scary looking. It's attached to the door. So when he goes to like open it, it like out. <laughs> 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 My poor husband. <laughs> Speaking of spooky camping and Matthew, you wanna you wanna tell your other story? Oh shit! Yeah, we went to um, we went camping in the UP for our honeymoon. We we're so excited for this trip, and it was really amazing. But we did have something really creepy happen. So we stayed at the Porky's at like an outpost campsite or whatever. And when we were done with that, we went to an, we're going on another couple hour trip further east in the UP. So we stayed a night in a hotel because this is like a week long trip. And we go to this hotel. Well, we were looking for a bar really, but there were like no bars the only bar was in the hotel, so we we're like, fuck it, let's get the hotel, spend the night, take showers before we move on. So we go to the bar, we're like, yeah, let's order dinner, have some drinks, and we're asking the bartender, we're like, so we need to get gas in the morning, and we don't have a lot of gas, because we've been driving around, and there's like no fucking gas station, so where's the closest place to get gas? And she's like, oh, well, you can go to White Pine which is kind of out of the way from where we were headed. But it was the closest gas station, right? And also we noted as we were on our way to this hotel, there was this roadside stand for loose meat sandwiches, like pulled pork. And we're like, sweet, before we head out tomorrow for lunch, like we got to have some of this. I bet that shit's bomb. Like it's just this roadside stand. So the next day we're like, well, let's go get gas and then we'll come back and get some sandwiches. Well, we're going and like, I don't know, it just gets more and more desolate and like creepier and creepier. And there was like this big smokestack and then it just set this really weird ambiance. And Matt and I are looking at each other and we're like, I don't know, we're just getting this weird vibe. <laughs> we keep going. We're like, okay, it's this gas station's got to be up here and there's no service. And so I can't do like GPS. Like I could see the map, but it doesn't show gas stations and shit. And we see this sign 
it's legit a big ass plywood sign with red spray paint that says gas station and an arrow oh, no. pointed down this little road and we were like um i don't know if i like this but let's just turn in and like see let's just peek at it yeah like we're hillbillies too like i mean i get it it's fine like sh- you know it's weird shit so we go we turn down the road and then there's another plywood sign right after we turn down the road and it's plywood with the red spray paint gas station and the arrow turning to go to the left this time and we're like okay so we turn and it's this cul-de-sac it's a big empty cul-de-sac with like abandoned buildings except for what looked like maybe an old laundromat and it had these glass sliding doors in the front but it was all dark and like papered up and there were a bunch of really expensive sports cars parked out front of this place whatever and there's like dudes hanging out in the front no gas station no gas station so we kind of do a little loop around and like all these people are staring at us and i was like i don't see a gas pump and matt was like nope me either tore out of there like bats out of fucking hell talking the whole way back like i don't know this lady that let us out here her mom owns the roadside stand that sells the meat because she told us oh yeah make sure you stop there and we're like yeah we were already thinking about stopping there and she's like you have to do it it's the best tells us where to go get gas there's no gas station just homemade plywood spray painted signs <laughs> and we're like whatever we're just getting out of here i don't care if we're on our gas it's just not going to be here and we go on our merry way headed towards where we were going to go and guess what not two miles out of Antonagon, which is where we stayed in the hotel there's a fucking gas station so we like stopped we got gas and like looked at each other and we we're like we were almost loose meat sandwiches yeah i was gonna say we were almost (laughs) loose meat sandwiches Uh, we're like this has got to be human trafficking or like mm. loose meat sandwiches grind you up first they want to hear you squeal like a pig you're lucky that they didn't put out like those those things that pop all your tires and shit you know the spike strips yeah spike strips yeah it had that vibe, dude. And, like, we're not, uh, you know, weird about being in the middle of nowhere, you know? That's why we followed the signs because we're like, oh, yeah, we're hillbillies, too. Like, we get it. But then there was no gas station. And we're like, I'm sure this is where it said to go. Like, But the hills have eyes. Yeah, it was. It was. Like, why? Why? What is your name? <laughs> What did your ghost app say? It said, what's your name? It's not lunch meat. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Why does everything with us come down to like, they're going to chop you up and make it into lunch meat. Scratch. Scratch? They'll scratch you up too. (laughs) They're going to scratch me until I'm meaty. Scratch you up until you're like deli shaved meat. (laughs) Edward Scissorhands. No, why did I say Edward Scissorhands? I totally meant, um, what's his face from Nightmare on Elm Street? I feel really stupid. Freddy Freddy. Krueger. Not Freddy got fingered. No, you do not (laughs) want to be fingered by this Freddy. (laughs) Oh, it would be the worst. No. 
Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. <laughs> You're just rating everything. <laughs> oh, oh! I have something for you to rate. Oh, oh! I get to, I get to rate something. You get to rate it. I'm gonna send it to you, and you're gonna tell us how to make a drink. Ooh, I love these. I love these. It's been lost in translation. As usual. And I'm going to text it to you, and you are going to tell us very shittily (laughs) (laughs) how to make it. You got to conjure up your own creeper, right? Oh. The theme of the episode seems to be creeper. I'm getting excited. So, Cassie, we're going to conjure a creepy, creepy drink. For all these creepers out here, how would you do it? I will tell you. Drinking Jeffrey Dahmer may not be human food, but it should be practiced nonetheless. Oh. You'll need this glass made from an enemy's skull. It's not actually a skull. Uh, <laughs> an ounce of white light, half an ounce of tequila fresh orange juice fresh lime juice and soft syrupy cheese (laughs) (laughs) but but that's not all Add, add three spoons of cinnamon tincture a pinch of sour cream and a layer of lime to the glass just put a layer of lime sounds grody Oh yeah, it sure does. I kind of, I kind of want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> we should enjoy the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking Jeffrey Dahmer may not be human food. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear the real recipe? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Making a Jeffrey Dahmer drink might not be cannibalism. But do it anyway. (laughs) Do it anyway. (laughs) This is what you'll need. Drinkware made from the skull of an enemy. Preferably not a real skull. One ounce of white rum. Oh, not white light. (laughs) Not white light. I mean, you could add that if you want to. It's not going to hurt anything. It'll cleanse it. Exactly. One half ounce of tequila. Freshly squeezed orange juice. Juice of freshly squeezed lime and a splash of simple syrup. Mm. Not syrupy cheese. Syrupy cheese, that's what I'm... <laughs> Or whatever it was. <laughs> but that's not all. Just like a cherry on top, add three dashes of cinnamon tincture, one dash of bitters, and a lime peel. Enjoy responsibly. Enjoy your responsibility. <laughs> Enjoy the responsibility. Yeah, because if you're not old enough to drink alcohol, don't make that drink. Okay, disclaimer. No. Disclaimer. No underage drinking. No way. Was there even any alcohol in the version that you sent me? Tequila. Just tequila. Yep. Okay, so there was tequila in it. White Never mind. light, tequila, <laughs> orange juice, and lime juice. Oh, it's only a half an ounce of tequila. That's it. 
<laughs> just white light and a shot of tequila. That is all you need. It's really the syrupy cheese and the sour oh. cream. Blech. Yeah, sour cream. <laughs> I don't know where you got sour cream. <laughs> sour cream and a layer of lime. Ooh. So scuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> Because it literally comes out of nowhere because in the original, it's cinnamon tincture, a dash of bitters, and lime peel. So it took bitters and was like... Sour cream! Sour cream! (laughs) (laughs) I know what bitters is. (laughs) Sour cream! Duh! (laughs) I translated this perfectly. I bet the the AI thing is thinking... Love it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, I think that was a pretty, uh, pretty creepy, creepy I episode. I think so, too. I think it'll be really good. I hope you all enjoyed it. Don't forget to stick around for creepy recordings and check out our TikTok and Instagram for the spooky pictures from our camping trip. We got orbs, all kinds of weird shit. Check it out. <sighs> Email us your creepy stories. Oh, yes, yeah. an email. It is to T-O-O. Drunk, D-R-U-N-K. Which is W-I-T-C-H-E-S. At gmail.com. <laughs> I like that. I like how we <laughs> stare at each other, too. We, do. We, do. we make such eye contact. I know, as much eye contact as we can. <laughs> We just have to make it creepier because mm-hmm. that's just who we are. Mm-hmm. We also have TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. I got a heart on my head. Don't call me a heart head. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. So, Andy Milanakis, I was watching this show called baskets on hulu and it's got zach galifianakis galifianakis whatever guy from hangover the weird wolfman guy oh yeah and i was like so confused because like think about it andy milanakis zach galifianakis what the fuck ever however you say it and i was like that's him is that the peahead guy he grew no (laughs) (laughs) no he looks exactly the same um he does you need to do you have him on tiktok no oh my god okay you need to also listen to his song spaghetti <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> listen to annie milanax's song spaghetti but don't i would not have kids in the car um so if you're a kid, you're, if you're a kid don't listen to it <laughs> yeah enjoy the responsibility enjoy it Disclaimer. Enjoy the responsibility. (laughs) Enjoy. It's yours now. (laughs) We've passed this along to you. Exactly. The end. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, when I turn the recorder on, it stops. But I can tell you guys, when I talk on there, I can hear it coming from over there. But then that last one I heard coming from I heard it straight through right here, yeah. Yeah. That was something big. Yes. It was like, it sounded like somebody started a fucking boulder in the water. It's fucking weird.
I had one hand on the door handle of the car. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. My first thought was Bigfoot. I was like, where is he? <laughs> yeah, you were all excited. And I was like, ready to jump in the car. I'm like, fuck that. Well, I mean, they don't. They're scared. They, they don't really want people to see them. Like, so if anything, they'd be trying to scare us away. Well, it would work. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I woke up in the middle of the night to that, I would be gone for sure. The story of the monster muskie of the Chippewa River. <laughs> we heard it when we were camping. Flopping <laughs> <laughs> around out there. Did you get beached? Retarded. No, there's that sound. Did you hear it? It's a frog. It was a big fucking sound. Yes, that's what we heard earlier. You still trying to figure out the box? I thought it said fuck yeah, you are a fucker or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,